Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University Beers with the Brewers Oh yeah, that's the sound of a beer popping as we're drinking a bucket of beers here in the tap room watching the England-Denmark footy game Yeah, match Match, ooh Good catch, Walt I'm Mark Richards, also on a podcast this week, Walter Keys. As official partners of the Columbus crew, we should fine people every time they say that sort of thing. I'll accept the fine. Dan, what's going on, man? Dan Schaefer. Not much. I really like the uh, sort of gorilla-style random start to the podcast. It really keeps you on your toes. you got to do it that way sometimes. And also today, Chris Helderman joined us on the slide. What is up? Hello. Grab you a beer out of the bucket, Chris. Beer out of the old bucket. The bucket of beers. Oh, yeah, just like a sports bar now. I could we- use some peanuts and some peel and eat shrimp. <laughs> we go down a tree. <laughs> we got some popcorn. Sam Adams shaped glass. Would that do you all right? Yeah, frosted. Sweet. So the topic of today's show is the Franklinton Friday Benefit Beer. Mm-hmm. Cold IPA. This will be available yeah. tomorrow on Franklin and Fridays. Come on down. Crisp, dry, tropical, and grapefruit. Now, cold IPA. Everybody's got to know. Well, you uh, see it's an yeah. IPA that's cold. Thank I you, think Chris. there's a little bit more to that. It's, a, it's not an IPL. It's not an India Pale Lager um, because we did not ferment this at lager temperatures. We did use a lager yeast. It's a warm lager ferment is what we did. And then we did two different types of citra. One on the hot side that's a little bit more of a base citrus, earthy, dank. Uh, and then another one that's more of a, a tropical, more of that typical gooseberry flavor that I associate with citra anyway. And then um, cooled it down and did a cold dry hop, which we have not done before, uh, with citra cryo. So I think that's all the things. Oh, well, also the, the grist um, is uh, very Pilsner-esque. It's uh, Swain Pils, little flake corn, little white wheat. Uh, use some dextrose to dry this out as well. And um, uh, a little bit of a higher, not a little bit, uh, quite a bit higher carb than we normally do to try to capture that sort of effervescent, light lager type of feel to it. I might have overshot a little bit. Lucky the boys on the canning line were uh, up to the task and uh, <laughs> kept it from just becoming a foamy mess. <laughs> Good summer beer right here. Oh, yeah. It, it is kind of crisp, too. Nice pale. I'll say yellow straw. I heard everybody on the canning line the other morning talking about how good this smelled, and it does. Very aromatic. It's, um, I forget who it was, Wayfinder, I think, um, sort of coined the term cold IPA. I read the article in uh, Craft Beer and Brewing Magazine and was kind of pissed off because we had, uh, we've done basically all of those things. Just hadn't done them all together. Uh, we've done brute IPAs, we've done IPLs, we've done hoppy lagers. We just 
haven't done all of the things yet. So I'm like, well, we're going to do that. And um, this seemed like an opportune moment to do that. Yeah, it's the first one we've ever used the cold IPA name on, for sure. Well, Chris, as somebody that's having a rough day in the world of cooler repair... Oh. How crushable is this? So this one, it's uh, it's packed full of flavor. Um, I'm going to say, because of that, it's a... I'm going to say a three crusher. I might be able to handle a fourth. But it's... Uh, it's 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 got a lot of uh, a lot of flavor in those hops, a lot of a lot of dank, um, and uh, the how do I say it delicately uh, to not off put people. Um, I won't say it definitely. It's got some feet and some uh, some of those uh, tropical notes that, um, although very delicious, uh, don't have very great descriptors. Um, yeah, it's but got no some feet. Oh, yeah, it's got feet. I think overripe tends to. Um, yeah, we'll say overripe. That, that is gives you the the sense of tropicalness without you know directly saying armpit. Yes, <laughs> armpit is also another fun descriptor, which is actually a great descriptor for the flavors I'm getting out of this, and they are also very enjoyable. So if you are not a beer drinker, a beer taster, a beer, people who know beer, you would be like, Chris, what are you describing? This sounds awful. But if you were a beer drinker, taster, you'd be like, oh, I understand. That's Citra. And that's a lot of, uh, a lot of good hops in there. And you'd be right. As his ear would say. So dang. It's pretty dank. Yeah. Thanks, Hodge. He's always just popping right in, right at the right time, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, what about you, Dan? Um, I would say five. I was really happy with how this turned out. Uh, It is really deceptive on the ABV front uh, because it is so light. Yeah, 6.4 does not taste like a 6.4 alcohol beer. It's Um, like a 5.5 is what it tastes like to me. You'd be like, oh, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, you could get in some trouble with this. But, uh, yeah, get this, you know... Nice and cold, particularly uh, as hot as it's been lately. Sit outside, dip your feet in the pool. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go five. Right on. Well, I'm not afraid of the overripe character or the so dankness, as Haj referred to. I think I'm going to join it at five. It's so dry and crisp, too. And I think some of that dryness is giving me a little extra bitterness in the finish that's making me want to keep drinking mm-hmm. this. So I think if it was in front of me, five. Yeah, it's definitely one of those beers that each sip leaves you wanting another sip. And I think uh, because of that, I'm going to also give it a five. Mm-hmm. Sip after yeah, sip. Yeah, I think it's in that sweet spot ABV and just refreshing that high carb. Yeah. This is, uh, I think I forgot to mention, 60-ish IBUs, although... That's just pretty high for what does stuff we've been doing anymore. It Nothing. really doesn't. I, I'd prefer if we didn't <laughs> use that terminology because, in particular, you know, we don't send these out to a lab, so we don't know how many alpha acids are in our beer, and that's not really a good indication of um, what your perceived bitterness is going to be. Anyway, um, I think this is a firm. A nice medium bitterness was what I was going for. Yeah. Uh, certainly, I didn't want this to be, you know, juicy or, um, you know, there, there's a juicy aspect to this, but it's it's not uh, pillowy, fluffy, like zero IBU NEPA style beer. 
Yeah, the IBU, the International Bittering Unit, as it's called. I think it had its place a while back when all you were doing was trying to see how bitter you could make things. But now that people are using late hop additions at all, it just doesn't make any sense. And they've actually proven that it doesn't make any sense. It, it doesn't mean anything. Right. It, it's still like people like it to, to know what might be on there. But I would, I'd more use it much like my golf scoring where it's just kind of how you feel. Uh, it is like, you know, oh, this isn't bitter at all. We're under 20 IBUs to, oh, this is this is really this is really bitter. OK, we should be up in the 80s or something like that. Um, but yeah, the, as far as the actual number doesn't really mean a whole lot. You know, there's actually a really good um, some research done by Ballast Point a few years ago. They were measuring IBUs at every stage of the of the brewing process and and you lose IBUs everywhere. Uh, you know, it gets stripped out by yeast. You know, some of it, some uh, alpha acids can get reabsorbed into hops. And then, and, you know, it does also doesn't take into account uh, all the other forms of bitterness, not just from hops, um, that are in the beer. Anyway, I'll descend from my soapbox. We could talk about this for a while. Yeah. Stay on your soapbox, Dan. I'll listen. <laughs> it's crazy. You can actually, if you repassivate a tank... You can actually lose IBUs to the stainless. Correct. Oh, there you go. That's interesting. Yeah. Which passivation is how it's a process in which you use a bunch of acids on stainless to preserve the stainless so it does not rust. That is something you have to do periodically to keep its anti-rust properties. Nice. So the artist Francesca was in earlier today. Walt, I know you yeah. ordinarily get to design these labels, yeah. but she gave you a day off. Yeah. So Tell I, yeah. us a little bit about the artist and yeah. the label on this can. Yeah, so for these Franklin's and Friday beers, we've been partnering with artists from the community to design the label for these special releases. And uh, proceeds benefit um, both the artists and the Franklinton uh, Arts District. Yeah, so the third one, Francesca Miller, Columbus local. You can find her on Instagram. Her name is, uh, on Instagram, it's at underscore call me free. So go check her out. She does a lot of cool things, uh, including this label. Um, she heads the Walt Neal, a great name, Walt, the Walt Neal uh, mural program. Let's check that out. And then also, this is, it says here, big week for Francesca. Now, what do you think is bigger for her? She's got three t-shirts releasing nationwide with Abercrombie and Fitch that she designed and she's also got a beer with Land Grant Brewing releasing what do you think she's more excited about this beer can yeah because it's beer yeah I mean who wouldn't if you're more excited about t-shirts than beer then uh, come on what are you doing but all joking aside uh, awesome awesome week for Francesca we're happy to have her involved Um, the artwork is inspired by uh, the musical artist, formerly known as, or performing as Mr. Anderson, which uh, really inspired the art here, who has uh, since changed his uh, performing name to Eric Rollins and Friends. So it, there might be a little bit of disconnect there if you just see Mr. R- Eric Rollins and Friends. But at the time of the art being done, it was Mr. Anderson. So art turned out sharp. Good looking can. Uh, we appreciate Francesca putting it together for us. 
And uh, yeah, we'll have another Franklin's and Friday Artist Can next month, second Friday of the month. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So shout oh, yeah. out to Francesca. Go f- give her a follow on Instagram and support your local artists however you can. Yeah, absolutely. I did actually get to see those three t-shirts at least on social media today and pretty cool t-shirts. Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch. Hit them yeah. up. Check it out. Should we do this our event run, rundown? Sure. Everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Everyone's been listening so long to hear what's going on in the tap room. Well, there's a couple other things other than Franklinton Fridays. Yeah. Movie yeah. Mondays. We got Movie Mondays. We had Independence Day this past Monday. Because We're a lot of talk about it in the past tense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to know what movie's playing, 313 Movie Phone, or sorry, 313 LG Movie is the move. You can also follow Landgram Movie Phone on Instagram if you'd like. Um, this week's movie is, let's see, how do we give a hint here? It stars a former Ohio State quarterback. That's true. That's all I'm going to say. Also, uh, half of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think uh, Anthony Kiedis blows his foot off hiding behind the door, doesn't he? I've never seen this movie. Really? Yeah. That is correct, Mark. That is correct, yeah. It is. <laughs> and I know millennials I mean, love I to should, hate I, Red Hot Chili Peppers, so anybody should be I able hate to like Red Hot Chili Peppers. See? Whoa, whoa. Hate's a strong word. Yeah, it is kind I of I saw mean. Flea play with Tom York. That was pretty good. Um, okay. He doesn't anyway. get his foot shot at all in the film. So. I, I, I shouldn't say I've never seen Point Break. I've seen, I've definitely seen it, but I have like zero recollection of pretty much yeah. any part of it other than I know. Oh, I just said Point Break. So the movie's Point Break if you're listening to this podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. We did it again. Oh, gosh. We're going to be in big trouble. Um, <laughs> anyway, if that's, your, if that's something you might be interested in, come down and check that out. On Monday, every Monday we show in movies. Uh, Outside in the beer garden, come check it out. Uh, trivia is on Tuesdays, so it's by our friend Travis. We mention this every week, so come down and play trivia with Travis. We've got a new Tuesday food truck. Pete Abilities is here, unfortunately, where it all began or when it all began. Uh, going through a rough patch and close um, it up for now. Yeah, I they close it up yeah. for now. We'll ho- hopefully have them back sometime in the future, but. Uh, for now, Pete Abilities is taking over on Tuesdays. Uh, Thursday, Sunday's music series, as always. Thursday nights, Sunday afternoons. Come check them out. Tonight, if you're if you're itching to get out of the house after you listen to this podcast, uh, Topher James and the Biscuits. Biscuits, yeah. <laughs> I looked him up online, and he has quite a few different aliases once you get to the biscuit portion of this. So there's like a trio. There's also just the... I don't know the biscuit bunch, something. Like okay, that. all right, we'll come oh, check. No, he's out. got several iterations, but I understand this one to be the biscuits. The biscuits, come <laughs> check them out. Jeffrey James and the biscuits tonight in the beer garden. Uh, we already talked quite a bit about Friends and Friday. Just come out tomorrow and check that out. Um, so, you know, come have a beer and uh, support all our neighbors down here as well. And yeah, that's it. I think it's good. Yeah. Now, Chris, uh, have you warmed up anymore to wave your vote a so, little bit? So I will say... The glass is getting empty the over The glass there. was getting empty pretty quick. Um, for anyone who knows me, I don't, I'm don't. i not a, a quick beer drinker. 
but mm-hmm. um, this has been going down pretty quick. So I, it is a deceptive five, it seems. Ooh, I would say you just you would just look like if you had them sit, a six-pack sitting in front of you, you'd be, you'd be like, man, there's only one left. How, how did this happen? That's yeah. good. We get to ring the bell this week. And by, by calling it a cold IPA, too, there's a perceived coldness to the beer. Well, this is at least five to ten degrees colder just than by, any other Just by IPA. writing the name, writing the word cold on there, we've Power really decreased the temperature and... Uh, refreshment level of the beer much like adding a spoiler to your car that instantly adds five horsepower oh yeah adding cold to the name of the ipa instantly decreases the temperature five degrees is that true about spoilers oh yeah maybe i should get should i get a spoiler sure if you get two spoilers (laughs) 10 to 15 horsepower (laughs) it's exponential the more you add i'll go with maybe (laughs) stair step them up off the back of the car yeah I, I, I think that's how it works. All right. I'll look into it. Well, I got a spoiler, but this could just be a teaser. Oh, look at that. It could be both. That's why you're, you're a professional, Mark. We were lying last week when we said we were going to do Creams of Colts and Inflatable Flamingo this week. Obviously. <laughs> we're going to do it next week. Come that's back. That's an example of us not being professional. Uh, obviously. Obviously, at this point. <laughs> Being as you're listening to the Cold IPA podcast, we sure? will not be doing creamsicles or watermelon wheat. And it's not canceled. It's postponed. Fruit salad week is next week. <laughs> That's right. I like, I like that one. <laughs> should we, have a, we should have fruit salad along with these two fruit beers. Should be like, great. Remember when we had the chili cook-off? Maybe we should have a potluck. Uh, fruit salad contest. You know, we had a fruit salad beer that I brought back from Fair State. Oh, yeah? It was much like some of our beers. I couldn't get past interesting. I'm not, it wasn't yeah. bad by any means. It was very interesting. It was, it interesting. was, I'm glad I tried it, but I, you know, wasn't getting a second <laughs> bottle. It was, it was, uh, it was good. That's, there you go. Uh, shout out to Fair State up in uh, Minneapolis. You're my favorite brewery. Outside of Land Grant, so nice. Whatever it that means good. to you, they make good beer. I saw their stuff at Wylands, by the way. What? Yep, there it is. You're encroaching. Shout out to Wyland. You still love them now that they're encroaching on our territory. <laughs> Maybe not, <laughs> but I am going there in a couple of weeks, so I'll be uh, be getting some some fresh from the from the Twin Cities. Cool. All right. Anybody All right. Got anything else? No, definitely no. For sure, I don't. Yeah. I should just back slowly away from this one. Dan, I watched Austin Powers 3, Gold Member, last night. I thought of you quite a bit, actually. <laughs> I love gold. <laughs> Come not, on, Michael. Take us out of here. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not in the correct headspace to do Michael today. <laughs> gold Member. It's right there. No. No. Not, no just a no. no. Too much pressure. Cheers. I, I got Tip your bartenders. All right, yeah. I've promised on the upcoming podcast that we're going to do Oh Michael Caine. <laughs> Everyone, you are not allowed on the podcast if you cannot do a Michael Caine accent.